Hi ladies and gentlemen, today's episode is on RSS, specifically the new test feed for Hacker Public Radio. everybody my name is Ken Fallon and I've been working on getting a compliant RSS feed for Hacker Public Radio we have a feed that is failing validation at the moment by the when it was generated um, I don't think the 2.0 specification was uh, ratified when we started using the feed so I want to update that um, but because there's 11 gigabytes of information sitting behind that feed I don't want to uh, do anything hasty with it so I'm using this episode as an opportunity to ask you the dear listener to do some testing with us um, as a way to kind of give back for all the hours of entertainment or pain <laughs> depending on your point of view which you've uh, had via the uh, Hacker Public Radio Network all the links will be in the show notes but they most Thank you for listening to Hacker Public a, Radio. HCR uh, is sponsored by Caro.net. So head on over to CARO.net for all your needs. And what I'd like you to do is in your podcatcher, which is the application that you're using to download the show, if you could put in hackerpublicradio.org forward slash test.xml, which will give you a file. And what I propose to do today is. Um, basically walk through that file and explaining the various different sections of it and why um, I've chosen the, uh, the fields that I've chosen there and also why, uh, of course, soliciting your feedback um, as to what should be changed as many of you know who have given feedback already that if you other people have ideas well then those will be implemented as well so um and this of course for anyone thinking of a hpr topic uh, this is an ideal topic because it's something that i've had to do anyway um and then i did some research on it and there's an output so now i'm making a podcast about it in the tradition of hpr uh, if you're doing something that might be of interest to hackers record it because um, it'll make a, sh- a good show. Well, I don't know if this one is going to be make a good show, but it'll make a show. Okay, if you want to know about um, a little bit about RSS, or better yet, X- RSS is nothing more than a format of XML, um, then there is a good site uh, called w3schools.com, which are... Um, you know, which run into various different tutorials on lots of different topics like HTML uh, and they start very simple and then they work their way down and it's quite good actually so if I uh, if I read out there um, what XML stands for first of all XML stands for extendable markup language much like XML but it's designed or much like HTML and it's designed to carry data um, it is tags are not predefined you can define your own 
and XML is designed to be self-descriptive. In a nutshell, what all that means is text files are a good are a good way for transferring information between one system and another. But the format that computers understand uh, and is can be difficult for humans to understand. So XML is that sort of halfway mark where you can create uh, tags, which are things between square uh, angle brackets, so greater than sign and another greater than sign, similar to what you see in HTML. HTML, um, and they're actually quite you know they can be ranged from quite simple to very 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 complicated and you have other things like xsd files which describe the various different tags and the formatting of them so um but this show isn't about that this show is about rss which is one particular brand of um xml file and the one that we're specifically interested in is the one that is going to be at hackerpublicradio.org forward slash test dot xml now with um, XML files, you can have um, different formats, so you can design your own XML format, um, like a one that I, that two that I use at work, for instance, are ADI specification and a TV Anytime specification. Um, they're both two specifications for um, for describing uh, video files. Um, the specification of video ingest of video content into systems. So they have things like title, actor, author, and whatever. And to go along with those, you have a text file. So it's like a template that you dump in data. And then you have another file called an XSD, um, which describes what's allowed in each of the different fields. So it can be self-describing in that respect. Now we're going to go and we're going to examine another specification, which is the RSS specification, which, believe me, is a lot simpler. And an RSS file is nothing more than an XML file. So you start off your XML by de declaring your file, by declaring what version it is. And let me just say at this point, if you're doing XML, um, you're, if you're doing any text files, you're as well convert to UTF-8, which is a format that allows extended characters, foreign characters, um, uh, left to right characters, um, and things like that. So your XML version, so use UTF-8. So the first line of this new feed has XML version 1.0, which to be honest, I'm not 100% sure is correct, but because in the following line, we're going to use a thing called namespaces, which allows you to take um, certain components of other XML standards and plop them into your own. Um, and that support was an addition to XML version 1, but I think the point is mute because XML, all the XML implementations can just support namespace anyway, so let's move on. Okay, the first line of our actual RSS, we have the XML line, the second line is RSS space, and the version is uh, equal to 2.0. And that version is, you know, just tells the reader that this is a version 2.0. And then we de define our namespaces. So our XML NS uh, is double colon atom. So anytime that we have a tag with XML colon NS um, atom, that will mean that we're going to be not using the, the namespace from this standard, we're going to be using it from the other one that we're going to refer to. So, for example, if you had two namespaces like uh, namespace uh, uh, foo 
and Nim's Fist Bar, and both of them had the the um, tag, um, the tag called uh, I don't know title. And you wanted to make a differentiation between both of them. You would say in your um, in your XML file, you would say foo colon title equals this and bar colon titles equals something else. So it allows you to differentiate the two. Okay, now I think I'm losing people anyway. But anyway, stay with me. Stay with me, please. Here we go. Here we go. The first element, uh, the first uh, element is channel. So we have uh, required elements, required channel elements. So within the RSS, we have uh, a section called channel. So we have an opening bracket, and then at the bottom, we have the very last line of the file is forward angle brackets forward slash RSS to close the RSS part. And the next second last line is angle bracket forward slash channel to close the channel part. So anything you open, you have to close, just so you know that. So I'm not going to labor the point, but you can figure that out uh, through the course of this, that any, any element or um, that we have open that has to be closed. So the first element, um, and an element is something between a square bracket, uh, an angle bracket, I mean to say, an opening angle bracket and a closed angle bracket, is called the title. And in the um, specification, it says, the description, the name of the channel, it's how the people refer to your service. If you have an XHTML website that contains the same information as your RSS file, then the title of your channel should be the same as the title of your website. So, therefore, we used in the new RSS feed and indeed in the old one, the title is Hacker Public Radio. The next required element is link, and that is a URL to the HTML website corresponding to the channel, which in our case, we're going to point to hackerpublicradio.org forward slash about.php. I thought, well, if somebody's going to link to that and they press the the URL rather than going to the Hacker Public Radio main site, which is nothing more than the HTMLized version of the XML feed, well, why not redirect them to the About page, which is has more detailed description about who we are and what we want? Freeze and bees. When do we want it now? Now, and the next um, line in the new file is the Atom link which is uh, taking the link reference, and remember what I was telling you before about having two elements of the same name, one is link, which specifies it's coming from this RSS version two specification, and the next one is atom uh, colon link, which means that the specification for this one is coming from the atom specification, which has been declared in the second line. I don't know if you're following me. Bear with me, you're doing well. Let's go. All right, and that has a specification which requires a href and a rel section which is self and the type application RSS plus HTML. And the whole point of that is, um, the reason I put that in there is because it's a recommendation by the RSS advisory board. And uh, they, what they have done is they've gone out and tested a lot of um, HTML feeds and have given um, given recommendations, and their recommendation is that you can identify an RSS feed, can identify its own URL using an Atom link, 
uh, element within the channel. This link must have a rel attribute of self and a href containing the feeds URL and may have an attribute type of application RSS plus HTML. So what I did was I popped that in there just to make it compliant. It, this, the link to this will also be in the show notes and makes very, very interesting reading if XML is your thing. And as it's turning out, I think everybody is beginning to realize that it is my thing, sad though that may be. And then we go on to the next one, which is another element, but in this case, we're gonna be using the iTunes namespace and um, we're going to be using the iTunes subtitle. So what they have done is they have defined additional namespaces. So to have a valid uh, iTunes uh, feed, you're going to need title, link, copyright, and pub date, which all come from the RSS2 specification. But of course, they've gone ahead and created their own author, their own block, their own category, their own image, their own duration, explicit keywords, new feed URL, owner, subtitle, and summary. Now, I have looked at their specification and they say, well, if they don't get their own iTunes author, then they're going to use their the author as defined here or this field as defined there. And to be honest, I've gone through a few of these and there are a few things like the explicit tag. I don't even think that's needed because RSS had support for an original, uh, their own rating scheme. Um, the duration one, yeah, I can see how that might be handy, but everything else pretty much um, could be covered by the RSS uh, 2.0 specification if you wanted to. But anyway, we live in a world where apparently loads of people have um, iTunes and Okay, fine. So there is, uh, so what I've put in there is the iTunes subtitle, which is, quote, a daily show hosted, hosted the community. I have to fix that. <laughs> what I meant to say was a daily show hosted by the community on topics that are of interest to hackers. And then I close that tag. And then we have the description, which is coming from the RSS 2.0 feed. Um, specification and that is Hacker Public Radio is a podcast that releases shows every weekday Monday through Friday our shows are produced by the community and can be on any topic that are of interest to hackers so that is pretty much self-explanatory then we have the language which is en-us um, which I also think is self-explanatory um, and then we have uh, a section which is the iTunes categories. Now, iTunes have, since we started this feed, changed the category structure, um, limiting it quite a lot, actually. But there you go. So the categories that I, in my infinite wisdom, have decided that HBR falls into is is technology tech news and education training. Now, please, please, please feel free to go to the link in the show notes, especially the one uh, about the um, the iTunes specification. And at the very bottom, it gives you a list of categories. And to be honest, I think HPR has had a show that has fallen into every single one of those categories. But unfortunately, the um, category is only on the, um, on the uh, channel part so how this specification works is there's a the channel bit and then you have items 
So we're still in the challenge part, which describes Hacker Public Radio itself, and the items are the shows themselves. So what I wanted to do was, uh, well, I would have liked to have like categories under under each show that a uh, host could decide on their own, but they can't obviously. So, and then the iTunes image, and we have a link to uh, HPR underscore feed png, which is the uh, the big logo and if anybody knows who's done that logo can you please get back to me because i'm uh i really think it's a cool logo and i'd like to get the uh source files for that um okay and then we have the itunes explicit tag which is set to yes because you can't i can't con you know conceivably think of any reason uh, i know some people yeah, I know, let's not go into it, but it, it is, some people have shows that might be considered by others to be explicit and, and vice versa. I mean, to be on the safe side, if you don't, if if Apple in their infinite wisdom, if you set that to no and Apple in their infinite wisdom decide that um, no, 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 it is explicit, then you're going to get in trouble. So, uh, and then knock your feed out. Anyway, keywords, community radio, uh, tech interviews, Linux, Python, software freedom. And I kind of came up with these. I did a, a, a sort on all the words that were used in the in the entire feed. And that's kind of what floated to the top, uh, aside from Klaatu, <laughs> for some reason. And that's the end of the... That's That was an iTunes keyword. And then we have the copyright section, which defines the copyright, which is Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Like 3.0 License. And then we have uh, Managing Editor, which um, there has been uh, in the recommendations, there's um, there has been, you know, uh, recommendations about what that should be or not. But for our purposes, it's it's kind of, I put it to feedback at nospam-hackerpublicradio.org and then in brackets, HPR feedback. And then we have iTunes owner, where iTunes have their own format. Rather than reusing that, they have iTunes owner, which then has additional elements, iTunes name, which is HPR webmaster, iTunes email, admin at hackerpublicradio.org, and then close the tag. And then we have the same information again in the webmaster tag, which is coming from the RSS 2.0 specification, and that's admin at nospam.hackerpublicradio.org and in brackets HPR webmaster. And the idea here is that uh, the uh, okay the feedback and the admin go to the same people, but you know in the fullness of time perhaps that might change. Um, and as again, as I say, this whole section that we're talking about here is still about Hacker Public Radio as a as the umbrella organization, as opposed to the individual shows. So then we have the pub date, which is in this. Uh, um, well, don't be don't get me started on uh, pub dates. To be on on date formats, this is. Um, uh, this format is in the RFC 822 specification, which has the day of the week, three letters, comma, space, the digit of the month, space, three letter, month, space, the year, space, the hours, minutes, seconds, separated by colon, space, and then the time zone. Personally, I think that's... Daniel, I won't go into it. I won't go into it. 
uh, just this thing about dates and their specification because if this was uh, you know if this was in french for instance that wouldn't make any sense because friday no friday from bananas or november from whatever i personally think dates should always be year month day hours minutes second microseconds and then time zone but that's my that's my thing okay and the generator is vi in this case it might change that uh, and that is just a, a tag to say what application was used to generate this feed. And then we have the tag docs, which um, refers back to the RSS board and gives a list of the specifications so that later down the line, if somebody else wants to see, oh, where do I get the specification for this feed? They can open up that link and then they will be given um, access to the specification for that file. So therefore they can write their own um reader which is kind of cool now i put in a few things here for um caching networks and i uh, i know in the recommendations they say they don't really work but pff, why not why not put them in i put the time to live to uh 3200 seconds which is approximately uh 12 hours i think so that although it doesn't work it does tell cache networks that you know when you're um when this was generated last whether they need to how long they need to keep it in the cache before checking again and that's the importance of pub date as well which i didn't kind of go into it was the publication date of the um of this feed so if this feed in our case is only generated once a day then uh, a cache network can go okay well this is only fed once a day uh, it's been published there at midnight, so I'll grab that feed and I won't check again for another 12 hours. So um, so, so then, yeah, less bandwidth used by everybody and everybody's happy. And I'm also using the tag skip days, which is day Saturday and day Sunday, because we uh, don't produce shows on Saturday and Sunday, so we're telling these uh, networks that they can skip those days. And then we have the image which has the URL of the small image and the title is Hacker Public Radio. And we have the link for the image, which uh, will link to about.php. And then we have the description, which is the Hacker Public Radio all microphone logo. And the thing we do is specify the height and width on the image. So that whole section has been about Hacker Public Radio, the network. And then we will have uh, 600 and, uh, 610 by the time you hear this or more actually, uh, by the time you hear this, um, item sections in the main feed. Right now, this XML file has been carefully molested uh, by myself. Um, and so it's, it's not going to change. So if you are testing this field, pop it into your um, application that you use to download podcasts. Um, bash Potter, <laughs> I've checked it on Bash Potter, so I know it works there. And then, you know, see if, if stuff works. And I'd appreciate your feedback. And yeah, that would be that would be great on that. Then we go into the item sections. Um, and the item sections are will be one for each different episode that we produce. And then the item section, we have uh, the title, which is episode number, column, whatever, how I found it, how I found Linux, which happens to be the one that I'm using. Um, here now I want to make a change here so rather than the link th th then we have a link section for the item which is if the pod reader supports it 
and the podcatcher supports it then um, there will be a link on that episode itself so what I want that link to do is to go back to the correspondence page so the hosts um, page of all their shows that they've done and they will be listed there in that because this section is about um, the host whereas the other section is about HPR kind of get my drift so if your pod reader supports you know hacker public radio the link will go for hacker public radio there but when you click on your section about this item then you click on that you get to the correspondence page so kind of that's where i'm going with that whole concept there and then we have the description now this is interesting right and this prompted me to um what prompted me to do this was an uh, was an email by uh, on the HPR mailing list that uh, names will be uh, changed to protect the innocent, uh, saying that they uh, the links didn't work. So uh, you know links to uh, if if you want to get the OG version, click here was actually uh, said, and if you go to the website, then when you clicked here, you were redirected to where the OG version was. However, that's stripped out in the feed that we currently have. So after doing some investigation, I realized that the only place in the whole thing, in the whole RSS feed, where you're allowed to have um, HTML encoding is in the description field of the item tag. So not in the description field of any of the section above that describing HPR section. The only one is in the title description. Otherwise, it'll fail. And not only uh, are you allowed to, it has to be escaped HTML. So instead of the greater than sign, it has has to be uh, appersand GT, um, appersand SP, appersand uh, quote, semicolon, you know, that, that sort of stuff. So which isn't the end of the world. But what it does mean, actually, is that now your show notes can contain HTML, which, which might be nice. Um, but... That said, I don't want people going nuts on it because I will have to check it. I don't want cross-site scripting or something coming in. So we'll try and keep it simple to, you know, strong emphasis, you know, uh, bold italic um, links, um, lists, that sort of thing. You know, the basic HTML for beginners type stuff. And... uh, so that's that's about that. But we'll I'll talk probably more on uh, HPR news about uh, about show notes later on. Then we have the iTunes summary tag, and then that will be the the name how I found Linux short podcast and how I found Linux, and then the author here, and this will be the email address of the author who has generated this here with the word no spam dash in the middle. And that is, uh, I'm not sure if that's required or not. And then we have the comments, which will redirect to the comment page for this episode, which is also uh, a new addition. And then we have the pub date, which is going to be the same as the pub date for the main feed. But obviously that will stay fixed, whereas the pub date for the main feed will change from day to day to day to day. And that... Uh, is also used by Cache Networks to see whether this is a new show or whatever. Then we come to one of the most useful iTunes ones, which is iTunes duration. And that is something that I can get um, when I'm uploading the shows. I can uh, run uh, a program 
I think Sox supporters or FFmpeg will see to get the duration of the podcast, which is kind of nice because it'd be nice to have something on the main page, you know, now over 200 hours of programming, you know, that'd be kind of cool. And also so that people will know how long the shows are. Um, and then we have the iTunes explicit yes tag. I'm not sure if, you know, maybe later on down the road we'll have that, you know, optional for a particular show, but as I don't use iTunes, um, I don't think, uh, you know, if that's going to change, that will be on feedback from somebody else. So there we go. And then we get to the meat and potatoes, which is the enclosure space URL. And this is the actual thing that points to the media that's coming down. And it is HTTP colon forward slash Hapcore public radio forward slash EPS. And in this case, it's test.mp3. But in the case of this being an automatic feed, it will be the uh, show itself with the length, which is the file size of the show. It's a bit uh, it's a bit confusing that length there. One would have thought that it was the length of time of the show. But anyway, it's the, it's the file size. And then we have the, uh, the type, which is audio forward slash MPEG. And then we get to the GUID, which is a, a global unique identifier, which in our case is HPR colon forward slash hackerpublicradio.org.eps forward slash test.mp3. But that could be anything. Um, a pod reader is only supposed to refer to that as a string of characters that is unique. So, But it makes sense for us to use it because they, they cycle up. And then we would have the end of that item and then we'd have the next item and the next one and the next one and the next one. And then we'd have the channel. And then uh, the end of the channel and the end of the RSS feed and that's it. So basically what I want you to do is uh, stop listening to this episode now. Copy in to your podcast reader hackerpublicradio.org forward slash test.xml. See if uh, on the... um, Hacker Public Radio section that you're redirected to about. See that. Uh, see if you get a logo. See if you can see all the keywords and stuff that I've said. See if the emails pop up. If they all work, what emails you do have. Uh, make note of um, of things that you can do and things that you can't do. Uh, see if the HTML works on the episode itself. See if you're brought to the correct correspondence page when you click on the link see if you are able to put in a comment and that you're brought to the correspondence comments page um and of course make sure that the audio plays it's the episode that i've attached on here is um actually episode one of hpr so have a listen to that as well as i say this feed will not be changing um and it's not going to be staying alive for very long so if you're listening to this show in 20 years well (laughs) welcome back welcome to the future um so there you are uh and then if you could you know have a look make screenshots of whatever take a photo of stuff if it doesn't uh, if it doesn't make sense and if you could get back to me if you run into any problems and if you could get back to me even if you don't run any problems run into any problems the feedback is admin at hackerpublicradio.org or better yet Better yet, if you could, and I think everybody should do this, if you could be so good as to nip over to Hacker Public Radio and 
under the contact page, you'll see a section called mail list. If you could click that link, which is http colon forward slash forward slash hackablebigradio.org, mailman forward slash list info forward slash hpr underscore hackablebigradio.org, then you will be brought to a page where you can join the mailing list. And don't be afraid, it's just um, a list of other people who listen to this network. And if you could pop in your feedback there, that would be great. Okay, that's going to do it. I'm going to do nothing more on with this episode than slap on the intro and the outro. And uh, that should be that. I hope you have a nice day and I look forward to your feedback. Thank you very much.